Welcome back, everybody. Another week of Taurus Tech Talk here with the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan, joined once again by Phil Valpy. Phil, thank you again for coming on to the podcast. You're welcome. Since heating season is upon us here, Phil, what we want to do today is make sure that we're teaching people to correctly test pressure switches and heat exchangers on gas furnaces entering the heating season. Thanks, Matt. We take more calls on pressure switches and heat exchangers than we do on all other calls combined this time of the year. So I'd like to go over for a few minutes here, how do we check it? Pressure switches on gas furnaces are used to prove that the inducer motor is running and that the draft is correct. Let's take a for instance. We have a pressure switch that's labeled 0.94. The inducer motor must ramp up fast enough to close that pressure switch. A little known fact is that the 0.94 on the pressure switch is its open pressure not its closing pressure. The closing pressure on the pressure switches is approximately 0.15 inches of water column different than the opening pressure. This means if you have a 0.94 pressure switch, it's not going to close till the vacuum level gets to 1.09, 15 points higher. So a lot of people think when they're measuring it, if it's above 0.94 0.94 vacuum it should be closed well it has to get to 15 points deeper vacuum than that so that's one thing that you really should know when you're testing it now how do we test these we need a manometer or a magnahelic that's all we can use these are vacuum gauges that measure in inches of water column if you don't have one you can't test the switch we need if you're going to call us for help on these we need you to have a manometer or magnahelic on site and it's just going to measure in inches of water column so you've got the 0.94 pressure switch we are going to tell you to turn the furnace on we would like you if possible to tee into the line going to the pressure switch with your magnahelic or manometer i'll just call it pressure gauge now we'd like you to tee into it with the pressure gauge and see where the level is at If it is a one pipe furnace and the pressure switch only has one hose going to it, we should see about half an inch deeper pressure than it says on the switch. So a 0.94 switch, if we turn the inducer on, we should see some place in the vicinity of 144 to 150, which means it closed at 109 and we got a huge buffer there to keep it closed. If we have a sealed combustion switch, which has two hoses going to it, the clear hose or the one on the heat exchanger side is pulling in one direction. The hose that goes to your burner box side, your intake side, pulls in another direction, and the switch acts like it's having a tug of war. Both hoses are in a vacuum. So if you have a 0.94 switch that has a 1.09 close and the intake side is pulling a 0.25 vacuum because the intake or burner box side is always pulling around 0.15, 0.2, 0.25 vacuum. It's much less a vacuum. That is negating the pressure on the back side of the switch, so we subtract the two. So if I had a 1.50 pull on the back, and a 0.25 pull on the front, that means I would have a net of 1.25 on the switch, which would be closed because it's above 1.09. Now, 
that may seem like a lot of to think about, but really the back part or the heat exchanger part of the switch should be in a much deeper suction than you are seeing on the label. So if it's a 0.94, we're going to see 1.5 or so. I even see 1.6 or 7. Now some of these switches are labeled 2.2. That means we're going to see somewhere around 2.5 to 3 on the switch. If you are really, really close to the number you see on that switch, it's probably not going to close and it is not the switch that's bad. It's either the inducer or the heat exchanger. That brings us to the heat exchanger now. This is the time of the year when we start condemning them. The easiest way for us to check the heat exchanger, or that we find, is to take this pressure switch hose that we've been playing with on the back off and put our manometer or magnahelic on the heat exchanger. There's a little nipple sticking out, put your hose from the manometer on it, and with the inducer motor shut off, we do not want the inducer running at this point, you zero out your meter. Once the meter is zeroed out, turn on the blower. You can usually do this by jumping R to G or somehow making the blower go. Your magnahelic should stay at zero. There should be absolutely no pressure coming out of that nipple into the manometer. So what we're trying to figure out is if there's a crack in the heat exchanger, when you turn the blower on, it will put a little bit of pressure onto the heat exchanger and it will show up on your manometer and then we know we have a cracked heat exchanger. This cracked heat exchanger test only proves if we have a bad heat exchanger. It doesn't necessarily prove that we have a good heat exchanger. There are times when we have a crack that it doesn't show up. But if you put your manometer on the heat exchanger and turn the blower on and you get pressure, you have a bad heat exchanger. So at that point with us, you would call us and see what the warranty is. We have some 10-year heat exchanger warranties, we have some 20-year heat exchanger warranties, and we have some lifetime heat exchanger warranties. We would need the model and serial number of the unit to figure out what the warranty is. So that's how we check a pressure switch, and that's how we check a heat exchanger. And like Phil said, make sure you're doing this testing before you throw anything out, before you replace anything. Check the pressure switches, check your heat exchanger, Make sure that you're doing this test, and if you have any questions, call Phil, call Ken, call Mark. They will make sure they walk you through it correctly if you can't pick it up from this podcast. That will do it for this episode of Taurus Tech Talk. If you want to connect with us on this or any topic, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, or check out our podcast page, sgtaurus.com slash podcast. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Just search Taurus Tech Talk. Catch you next week on Taurus Tech Talk.